pressed the button. Yeah. And it started. Oh my god. The first episode. First episode. And you know, it took a little bit. It took a little bit. I mean it went faster first than I thought. And then it didn't happen because I got sick. And I I think I'm still a little bit under the weather, but it's good now. My brain is yeah. functional. That's uh, that's kind of important. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And you sound good as well. I mean, you're not sounding like sick or something. So yeah, I guess that's good. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. So what, we are the curious coders. Yeah, we figured out that we are the curious coders. That we are curious about so many things, and actually, a lot of those things did cross over, like um, your interests, my interests, our general curiosity for um, for coding, for the tech world. It just yep. crossed over so much that we decided that we need to. Uh, funnel it through through some through a medium and we thought why not take webinar geek and webcasts right yeah because why wouldn't we yeah and uh, why how did we get to webinar geek yeah obviously <laughs> That's a uh, yeah. Webinar Geek is uh, actually our uh, lovely company that we work for, right? Yep. And they do webinar software. And webinar software turned out to be a great tool for doing uh, screencasts. Uh, we are here to prove that it's also great for podcasts, um, coding live streams. And how do we prove that it's uh, suitable for podcasts? Do you yeah. remember the plan? Uh, no, I'm not not sure. I, I, what I do remember is that uh, we wonder about a lot of things, and this by just doing it here, I guess that's the only way to find out if we like this, even doing this, I guess, and what our output can be and. Uh, I think indeed we are curious and we found, found each other in that. But I also, what else was the thing we found each other in is like we have this uh, urge, I guess, to to share what we interested about, uh, like enthusiastic about. Um, not in the, not in the, I think in the first place, maybe even for ourselves. I guess if you, you try to tell other people about what you like or what you're enthusiastic about, that also helps you, or in this case, us, as to learn that specific. Thing we are enthusiastic about, I guess. If you can explain it to others, then you then you really understand it. So I guess it's also a nice way to uh, reason to do this. And uh, yeah. yeah, if if the app that we are using now to do this uh, is something we built ourselves, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool, right? I mean, eating our own uh, dog food. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was also one of the ideas. And um, yeah, that will be. I think it will be pretty cool. So what we are planning to do, uh, just to iterate for ourselves, right, is um, we'll have topics once per amount of time, uh, let's say a week. And for each topic, we'll probably have something to say. 
And more often than not, we hope to have some little coding session at the end of the um, of the session, of the whole session. Yep. So that's the that's the rough plan. Um, topics range from JavaScript over Ruby over extreme programming. Um, I tried to remember this one thing that's new that we both didn't know about, but Dave uh, dropped us in the in the topic in our topic um, GitHub. We have a whole GitHub for topic. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we should share the, the issues more, right? So we have a, an account on GitHub, like an organization, and we have like a list of issues. And each issue can be like a potential topic for an episode. And I think we have like 50 <laughs> issues already. So we have crazy lot of plans uh, of things we would like to do. So let's hope this, this is fun enough to do it again next week, I guess. Uh, because yeah. we have some nice plans. And, and indeed, we, we had a few topics in mind ourselves, uh, topics we both didn't know anything about, or topics one of us knew something about and wants to perhaps explain to the other, as well as to the viewers, of course. But also, uh, of course, other people, if you're watching this and you think, uh, I would like to to have us discuss a specific topic, you just, uh, you just add an issue to the, to the list. And uh, yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, and, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe one thing before we dive into anything te technical today. Um, but I had an idea actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and the idea would be to get to know each other a little bit better. I mean, we know each other from Webinar Geek, right? We know each other from talking a couple of times, um, but we don't know a lot about each other, right? So mm -hmm. maybe one fun thing, and let's see if it's fun, but uh, one possible thing would be I'm saying what I remember about you um, oh, yeah. like in general, and yeah, you just add to it. And maybe I have a specific question as well there. And you can do that in the same for me. What yeah, do you sure. think? So what I remember about you is you like some kind of music, but you didn't, you weren't the ukulele guy. I know that, right? Were you? Did you want yeah, to learn also, to play ukulele? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but I guess you you are more on the heavy metal front. <laughs> and <laughs> no, not, not really, but <laughs> maybe maybe that's a compliment. I don't know, but uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I I'm a drummer, so that that's my like my main instrument, and I would also like to try out new things. I guess that's ah okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Drummer. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I know that you are in the tech world for a long time already. So, yeah. The one thing I don't know is um, how long are you actually already working as a programmer? And did you start uh, doing it right after uh, university, or how how did this go for you? I, 
what's the exact story there? Yeah, uh, I started working in 1999, so uh, <laughs> more than 20 years ago. And uh, right after school, so I did like, um, what's it called? Like uh, an education for learning to program, etc. So I just I just still do what I, I learned at school, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I started working in the 90s. So uh, that, yeah, that, that was like a time that the internet was, well, for me at least, pretty new. And, uh, and I found it really interesting, the fact that you can, you can build software, and if you once you're you're done, then everyone in the world could just look at it and can just use it. That was for me very fascinating. That it's not something you have on your desktop and you can only use it, and then someone else has to download it and install it. No, no, it's just you put it somewhere, and everyone can just go to this address and then can just show them whatever you want. Yeah, but that yeah, that was very fascinating. So you learn to program, and you learn about database, and you like it, and then you see you have this thing called the web, and you can just use that as a way to to share that thing that you were programming with the database to everyone. That's really fascinating. And, and it's still after more than 20 years, still is very fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. So it never got boring, huh? No, no. I, I guess that's one of the reasons why I think I am a curious coder is that <laughs> uh, a lot of people from my age, I think, and think I'm a little bit older than you, but uh, they do not, they hardly do any programming anymore because they like moves on. They went like into management or whatever. And I just stay curious in programming and tech, I guess, and learning new things. And uh, yeah, I'm working with other people in the team. So uh, I work in a team from people like, like they are like 20 years younger than me. And it's really fascinating that if you work together, that everyone has their own, I guess, level of experience in years, but also experience in specific things they know. Mm. Uh, of course, of the personality of, of, uh, of different people in the team and, and that combination of all these things that makes that you can you can work as a team together. And then it does not matter how old you are or young or how experienced or whatever. And it's really fascinating to me. It's how you can then uh, learn also from everyone. So I learn a lot from my from my colleagues, which who some of them are like much, much younger than me. And just started working like for a few years and yeah and then and then the tech itself just like uh, moving to different companies or different projects and learning new technology is also something that for me keeps me i think enthusiastic and curious about well what what's next and what then now is the next thing to to dive into and be curious and be enthusiastic about so yeah that's, that's uh, yeah. yeah yeah great yeah it's Funny man, nineteen ninety nine. I'm trying to remember like what was my. You you say you just came out of university. Yeah. What was my relationship to computers in nineteen ninety nine? I know that a couple of years later, like I got my first own like big PC, and. My father, he had a laptop um, because the PC didn't have internet as far as I can tell right away, at least, <laughs> because internet wasn't a big thing back then. But my father had internet in his uh, computer and it had like AOL yeah. and there, there were chats, I remember, and there was this uh, PC games website and forum where I first step into you know communicating with other people via the internet and like sharing and this is funny because this is actually where 
knowledge sharing started growing for me already uh, like many many years ago where i learned that you can just ask something on the internet yeah. um, and people still to this day like my wife for example she struggles with understanding like how, where does she find something ask the internet <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, fascinating yeah Okay, cool. Um, what, what do you remember uh, remember about me? <laughs> uh, that uh, yeah, uh, we uh, as colleagues when we when you join Webinar Geek as a new colleague, you, we have this uh, because we we we, uh, we we build webinar software. So what you do as a new colleague, you you host your own webinar and then you tell a bit about yourself. That's what we always do with new people. So that's what you, also what you did. But you were the first that did not uh, tell a lot about yourself, maybe necessarily, but more like you had like this topic you wanted to talk about with us. So that was like your the way of how you entered the company and how you uh, how we got to know you. So what and I remember that your topic topic was like the things you can and cannot do, and yeah. and that was really fascinating because uh, it was about I'm not not entirely sure what it exactly was about, but I think it was about. Um, yeah, you think you can uh, you can learn or not or things you can just you just do and or things that seem impossible for yourself to do, but 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 maybe you can still try. And I'm not sure what it, but it was the fact that it was like a totally different subject from what what we seen before was really cool. So I thought, yeah, this is kind of special because then I also knew because you also told about that you did like uh, meetups, you did like. I think workshops or, or, or presentations or that kind of thing. So you, you're also a lot about sharing your knowledge and being. So that was really something that uh, was interesting, I think. And uh, so maybe you can tell a bit more about what that was again. Uh, things you can and cannot do. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think you got the title pretty right. Uh, it was like things you can and cannot do, and the essence um of this whole thing was to say yeah whether you can or cannot do it uh, you're right uh there's this famous quote i i don't know from henry ford or something um and basically the the restraints that you set for yourself in your head um when you start something or when you don't start something because you have these constraints it's basically set by you um but they may not exist at all um uh, yeah and this is probably the experience that i've done in my life with let's say programming where for the longest time i i thought uh programming is nothing for me for example because i'm not good at math like typical um self-constraint why a lot of people don't dare to get into pre um, pair programming. I mean, programming or coding uh, because they say, yeah, I'm not good at math. And that's such an old thing that exists in, or construct that exists in our world that you need to be very, really good at math that is just, uh, yeah, <laughs> carries itself around uh, and only gets out of out of your head if you really try to program and see if you really can or cannot do it yeah. right yeah so yeah 
cool that you remember this webinar. It was a lot of fun doing it and um, it ended up being a nice talk actually. And uh, you can apply it to a lot of things. Uh, yeah. You can apply it to, to programming in, in Rails, for example, that you, I actually, I followed up, followed up with another talk on this at a, a Rails bootcamp. Um, and it was a talk about, uh, yeah, that some people sometimes say it's like Rails magic, right? Or we often say in programming is magic, but it's also a little bit from the same camp, right? It's like mm -hmm. setting our, ourselves these constraints saying yeah. it's not understandable. It just works. Um, yeah. But the reality, it's some documentation and some yeah. some code and some characters on on white paper right and yeah yeah what i liked about this now that you tell it i also remember is that um i only discovered like i think five or six years ago that i or maybe not even less that i liked uh well sh sharing or, or just telling knowledge things i like and knowledge sharing i guess about programming for example Mm. And before that, I thought, yeah, but I, I'm not like a presenter type of uh, person. Uh, and so, yeah, and, and, and also I was holding myself back, I guess, because when I really liked something, then I sometimes gave like a presentation, but not often because, yeah, that was not for me. Mm. And at some moment, at some point, and it was like a few years ago when I discovered React and I was really enthusiastic about it. And I thought, oh, this is, this is really cool. And then my, my manager said, yeah, we're looking for some people in the company who, who would like to do some more knowledge sharing. So if you, if you, if you know something and you want to tell other people, you want to learn them, then that, that would be really nice. And then I thought, okay, yeah, but I just found out about this thing called React and I'm really excited about it. I think it's really something that other people should know that it exists and, and how it works because it's so cool. Mm. But then I thought, yeah, let's just try. And only then I really realized how, not only how, uh, how fun it was because I was really enthusiastic about it. Presenting about it was for me easier than, than other things, I guess. And, and and the fact that I also realized that I learned a lot from it by trying to explain to other people what how we have worked. And uh, mm. and then and then you had this presentation about things you can and cannot do. And I could not do presentations. I could not do like these kinds of things. And now and then I discovered like only a few years ago that I could. And uh, the fact that I'm now uh, like halfway in my forties and that I know that I have like twenty years to go. But I still have to do some work, I guess, and maybe longer. <laughs> excites me because then I know that I can, I will learn a lot of new things in the coming years, which I can then also share because I, I like it, but also because I can learn a lot from it as well. So, yeah, yeah that, that's what really uh, was for me while your while your talk was so. Um, I could really, uh, yeah, relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Cool. It's a whole mindset thing, right? It, yeah. Um, you you made the experience yourself a couple of times in your life probably and yeah it's uh, it's very interesting for sure yeah. how how did you uh start with i guess programming and, and that kind of things um yeah i i was at a point in my life where i needed to start something new in order to keep going, you know, sustain myself. Uh, and I've asked myself what I liked 
to be or what I thought I would like to be previously when I played around with like, um, yeah, what would I like to do uh, with thoughts like that. And one recurring thought over my life was uh, programming. I even tried like a book once when I was 15, then I tried another one and both were horrible choices. So first one when I was 15 about C, C++, I think. And uh, this got me away from programming for 10 years. And then 10 years later, I already a grown man, you know, uh, picking up a book uh, about HTML. It was head first HTML, maybe you know oh, yeah. this head first series. Yes. And I thought I will build a shop. <laughs> um, so yeah, totally clueless. And I started uh, work through the book, and I saw this will never get me to me to any kind of shops, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> HTML. <laughs> and then yeah, these were kind of my experiences. I, I ended up building the shop in eBay and. <laughs> Mm. having a i don't know web builder website but um that's all the pre-story that i always naturally felt drawn to uh, programming and then i said yeah maybe i should just try it out and then i registered for a computer science program and they took me and i started doing courses right away and um, yeah started work in the industry pretty early as early as i could and yeah since then it just flows its way and it's uh, it's a good fit so far yeah so this was an example of things you thought you cannot do and now it appears exactly. you can exactly that's the most yeah. pro prominent example yeah yeah yeah. The, the, by the way, that head first uh, books. I I I have the I had the one. Maybe I still have about uh, object oriented programming. Ah. And that that's that's so great. That's a great book. That's like all these cartoons in it and explanation of what how how it works. How, how it, no, it was not about object oriented. It was about design patterns. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's on my list. Book. Yeah, that's on my list. It's a big inspiration for my. I also do like some tech drawings and stuff like that. And yeah. Um, that's a uh, yeah big big inspiration actually, and they also have a new edition of the design patterns book by the way. Okay. So probably yeah. with yeah. new 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 stuff, N not new design patterns probably because <laughs> there aren't no. that many. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe new drawings and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but now you mentioned it. Uh, you on your your on your blog you have many drawings because you make them yourself. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah. Now you mentioned I kind of yeah in that book is also kind of the drawings too. For example, that that they explain how things work, and I have this really simple drawings to uh, yeah. And we we should by the way, if we we should have like show notes or something that we can because we mentioned a few things. Oh yeah, people should go to your blog or, or they should go to the repository for the issues. Maybe we should. I think we should put them on the. The chat, right? I guess that's the place to to start. Yeah, so I can yeah. enable public chat. Mm. 
I mean, um, we can, yeah, we can try to remember. And, yeah, and then but afterwards. Ne next time, uh, yeah, I agree. We could add them to the chat, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's also interesting because we use the WebMageek app. And, of course, we know the app pretty well because we, we built parts of it, of course. But um, still, not, now that I'm hosting this webinar, I think, okay, but how? what's, like, the best way to kind of... Uh, share these kinds of things we mentioned and I think we can just put them in the public chat for example but mm. uh, then I wonder if people watch the replay I don't even know exactly yeah you have a chat replay as well so you when you watch this the replay of this webinar you can also see the chat uh, coming mm. by in time so yeah yeah that could work I guess but, uh... what we could do is for example um, now we are getting a little bit more technical and yeah. I guess this is a good start already into a small little coding session. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to enable the chat, but I'm not seeing it. It just uh, spins the spinner. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I I just enabled the public chat, and now it's disabled again. Not sure how that uh, what it is, but if I enable it, what happens? Yeah, now it's enabled. Can you see it or? Um, not yet, no. Oh, strange. So we have a bug, I guess. <laughs> or at least... Uh... Wait, now now I'm seeing something really... <laughs> really um, disturbing <laughs> is that we didn't, or I didn't, fully click the Start Live Webinar. Did you? Yeah, we are live, so... We, are we live? Because yeah, yeah. I'm seeing... Uh, so for me... Let me share my screen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Okay, because now I had, like, a shock. <laughs> shock moment. Can you see? It says not yeah. started yet. Oh, for me, it says it is. So, and if you just... You can just refresh the screen now. That's just perfectly fine to do. You just hold, refresh the whole browser screen. Let's see what okay. happens. Okay. I guess you're, uh, I assume you're out of sync. Yeah, that's much better. Is it live now? It looks live now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at my side as well. So I was not, uh... <laughs> but it's interesting because you had like an, some kind of a glitch something mm -hmm. somehow. So, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, very interesting. And now I'm seeing the public chat also. Yeah. So basically what we could do um, just to play with it a little bit for uh, just to practice it for the next time. Mm -hmm. um, let's say here is we drop some one thing. Yep. And then let's say we drop uh, head first design patterns thing. Uh, here, for example, a link. And then maybe what we could do after um, the stream has ended, we could copy it and put it in a follow-up email. Yeah. I guess this would be like... Uh, yeah, the show notes as a, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then but if people watch this, they can see it in the chat. But if they didn't watch it or just want to don't want to go to the stream to look for the links, they can have to just watch their email and it's, it will be in there as well. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. 
Ja. Ja, cool. Yeah. And with that, we are already almost at a very technical point in this um, session <laughs> where we can even jump into some coding. And yeah, yeah. of course, being Curious Coders, we have already a Curious Coders logo. And um, we thought, we, we were curious about the question where we can just within half an hour set up a, a some kind of a page quickly and deploy it yeah as a warm-up for the whole series yeah yeah the curious coders landing page i guess exactly like yeah. exactly yeah and for this should i share on screen then yeah it's fine and we can because we can do a live share even so uh... yeah let's let me try so Oops. And let's remove everything that we don't need. And let me save that here. And you said that Code Sandbox would offer us a nice environment where we can even code together in future. Yep. Yeah, it's a VS Code-like uh, environment, but then in the browser. Okay. So you have many other, 